You know, I was watching some comic dramas, dubs, if you will, on the Archie Sonic. Um, and basically one of them that stuck out to me that I wanted to check out, because, I, you know, with these comic dramas, they, they do a good job on, you know, certain, you know, stories and everything to, you know, bring them to life. Kind of like those motion comics and stuff and everything that Marvel and DC bring out officially. Well, I was, you know, just out of curiosity, I wanted to check out, once again, the House of Cards uh, comic dub and everything. So I looked it up, and of course, my, um, I guess you could say, up-converted, upgraded request review that I did back in the early uh, early 2010s, late 2000s, if you will, uh, came up. And, of course, the up-conversion I did last year, basically combining the two together, because I think I did it in two parts, so I decided to just piece it together into one up-converted um, story and such. And, uh, basically, long story short, long story short, I just wanted to check out, you know, the comic drama again, because, basically, when you get to House of Cards... You know, it is pretty much the equivalent, a very, very small equivalent to what Marvel wanted to do with, uh, well, what Marvel was doing in the comics at the time with Civil War. Just a small little snippet, you know, of Archie, of Archie Sonic's take on it, um, if you will. And I know I say that if you, a lot in my videos, if you will, so I do apologize for saying it again. Uh, but anyway, you know, it was just a small snippet, like a small, you know, a small, I guess you could say, um, take on what Marvel Marvel was doing at that time. And um, the reason it's also very, I guess you could say, iconic in a way, despite being it only being, despite the fact that it was only uh, two issues, if you will, was due to the fact that it was highlighted by the fight between Sonic and Tails. And the reason it was highlighted by this is because this was a fight that, from a storyline perspective, had been building and building and building towards uh, for months, for for several issues. Mostly, you go back to around, you know, like 156, I think 155, 156, uh, when Tails discovers Sonic making out with Fiona in, in the forest outside of, outside of Knothole. And he gets upset about this and tells Sonic he hates him and then runs off crying. That right there was pretty much, you know, the foundation of what was, you know, inevitably going to be this face-off. And that's exactly, in the long run, what the end, end result was. The reason why Tails had all this pent-up frustration and anger and and stuff and all that, you know, resentment. Uh, towards Sonic, you know the way he did. I mean, sure there were cute, sure there were cooling off periods here and there where you you could probably say, well, maybe it's a change in writers, maybe maybe storyline wise, Tails is putting it to the side because you know that's not important right now. The the safety of the planet's important and and things like that, and that might be true. That might be entirely true. But when when you look at House of Cards um, as a whole. Basically, you know, it wasn't just Tails, you know, situation with Sonic that was coming to a boil, but it was also what was hinted at, you know, a little bit in uh, one, I think it was 176, I believe, one, I think it was 176, 177, 
uh, around that, like you know, when the character, I think it was 176, right? When when Nicole free, when Nicole helped Sonic and Knuckles and Tails free everybody and take them to this new nanite built uh, version of you know of New Mobotropolis, basic, uh, you know, basically, you know, a more modern uh, techno based nanite based uh, version of the of their old home and stuff. So. So yeah, basically the the seeds had been planted uh, since that time, uh, since that issue, when Amadeus basically, uh, who is Tails' father, basically gave off the vibes of, you know, hey, you know, soon we won't have to worry about this, you know, royal body, you know, governing, you know, over us, you know, the way they are, or something like that. He kind of, there was kind of like a little Easter egg, a little hint in 176 that something was you know, going to become an issue. And sure enough, about two issues later, it all comes to, it all comes to a boil. Basically, Amadeus has this belief of, look, we don't need royalty telling us what to do and how to live our lives. We should be able to do it on our own. We should be able to make our own decisions or at least have people there that represent us you know, in allowing us to make our own decisions and stuff like that. So, so yeah, long, long story short, you know, even though it's for a brief period, you know, just a couple of issues, obviously the, you know, the, the, um, I guess you could say the little hints were dropped that something was going to go down and it did. And it just happened to coincide with with what's going to happen with Tails and Sonic. Now, Tails' involvement here is the fact that, you know, he has his parents back after so long. And, of course, you know, having them back after so long, he's going to want to uh, defend them. He was going to want to stand up for them and everything and, and all that. And basically, Sonic be, being very questionable about Tails' dad's actions and all that, you know, just adds to, you know, the tension that, you know, you know, Tails still has, like the, the frustration, the, the anger that he's trying to keep within uh, for Sonic, you know, it just adds to that and it keeps it just, you know, it keeps helping it, I guess you could say, fathom to the top, if you will, fathom, uh, of froth to the top, if you will, that's not what I'm looking for, froth to the top. So... Especially the way, you know, Sonic reacts to it and everything. And, of course, when Sonic does confront, you know, Amadeus and Rosemary, because Rosemary goes with Tails to to break him out and everything, which even surprises Nicole, because this is like, be this is not Tails. This is like, why would you do this and everything? You know, when Sonic basically tells him, hey, don't worry about Tails. Tails, he worships the ground I work on. That right there, not knowing that Tails was right behind him, is enough to basically set him off. And, you know, away to the races we went. And, of course, you have the situation with Amadeus um, wanting to, well, not necessarily, as we find out later, overthrow the royal family, but basically get them to understand, look, we, we get it, you're... You're royalty, you're the king, you're the queen, you know, you're the prince, you're a princess, we get that, but you have to let us, or people that represent us, decide how we live our lives. You have to let them, you have to let us decide what's right and what's wrong and, and, and stuff like that. And, and you know, so, 
basically, like I said, you know, with Tails and Sonic, you know, off to the races we went, and with Amadeus, he was, he, basically we find out, like I said, like I mentioned, he didn't want to go go about the, go about it the way he was doing, but he felt like he had no choice, and Elias, basically wanting to honor his dad's wishes, you know, as the new king, because his dad was in no condition physically or mentally to rule, you know, felt, you know, honor bound to defend the right of the family. And of course, with Amadeus and Sally, it takes Nicole being, as some people say, cheeky, you know, about it, by essentially telling, um, you know, Sally what's going on and not, you know, not wrote and not um, Elias's uh, parents, not Elias and Sally's parents, because she's like, yeah, um, Elias, your majesty, I do agree. Excuse me, though. She's, she's like, Elias, your majesty, I did agree that I would not awake your parents, but you didn't tell me I couldn't wake your sister, <laughs> you know. So having Sally come in and basically be the voice of reasoning, uh, voice of reasoning, I should say, and basically telling them from her, that from her own experience that, you know, she understands where both are coming from, you know, so that, you know, so she could, you know, basically say, look, you know, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying, Elias. I get what you're saying, Amadeus. But this, but fighting is not the, is not the resolution. It's not the direction we need to go, which both do kind of agree with. And Sally's like, good. Since we got that out of the way, let's talk. And then that's how the decision of, we can do a council with the agreement that the king's on the council with the king basically kind of like, in a sense, having the final say or basically being the one going like, everybody in favor of this, you know, say I and, you know, I or nay and, you know, there you go. So, yeah, again, the whole Amadeus um, Elias situation was resolved basically by... By by Nicole, excuse me there, uh, being a little sneaky, being a little sneaky links, if you will, going out, going behind Elias's back and saying, yeah, or at least, well, not going behind his back, but finding a loophole saying, yeah, you, you said not to wake your parents, but you didn't say anything about your sister, and, you know, again, Sally coming in and basically talking to them and using her experience as, you know, being acting ruler and being, you know, a person of the people, walking among the people, you know, she has an understanding of where both are coming from. So that's why she was able to help them come up with that compromise of, yeah, we could do this royal council, senate, if you will, with you, you know, as kind of like the final say, or you the one asking for yay or nay in agreement. And there you go. There you go. Although some of the decisions, you know, for council members, fans do agree to this day, was kind of iffy. Like, you know, Rosemary, you can kind of, like, be, okay, she's Tails' mom, so she kind of has connections there. You know, Hamlin, you know, ooh, you know, that's, you know, things, you know, it's like, there were certain members that were good decisions, some not so good, and some, like, Rosemary kind of in between. Like, Rosemary could understand from both areas, you know, okay, I get where the king's coming from, but I also get where my people, where the people I represent come from, and there you go. Um, but getting back to Sonic and Tails, getting back to Sonic and Tails, you know, again, that was the highlight of this entire two-parter and what was build, being built, uh, being built up to, mainly because, you know, again, when Sonic's telling Amadeus and Rosemary before they're able to escape uh, the the detention center that hey, Tails worships the ground he walks on, and then that basically sets Tails off to attack him from behind. You know, you get this fight, 
you know, not just within the detention center, but outside of it now, you know, as well, but outside of it um, as well as the racing through the forest, racing through, um, you know, the, the back, the forest area, I should say, of New Mobotropolis. And you have Sonic, you know, going like, man, you know, what's gotten into you, Tails? I don't get it. You know, what? what's the deal? It's like, I understand, you know, because basically Sonic's like, look, I understand you defend, you want to defend your parents, you defend your dad, I get that, but this is taking it too far. It's like, the, what's going on here? It's like, you, because basically Sonic's, you know, he's essentially caught off guard, like, why are you basically, you know, taking, what, what's with all this anger? It's like, why, why are you taking everything I taught you and skewing it? And when he gets to that part, when during this scuffle, when Sonic gets to that part, when he's bringing up, you know, the fact that Tails has taken everything that Sonic taught him and skewing it, you know, that's when Tails basically says, you know, the basically gives him the answer that, you know, when people saw this moment, it's like, you know, yes, we now kind of get a full circle moment. Yes, this is kind of a good indication of storytelling, you know, going all the way back to that moment in 155-156, if you will, where Tails discovered Sonic and Fiona making out. You know, it goes all the way back to that. This and this is an example, despite how you feel about it, of good storytelling, because when Sonic brings up the fact that, hey, you're taking everything, you know, I taught you in skewing it, or I helped to teach you in skewing it, Tails' answer of, oh, so you dated Fiona to help me? Which, again, despite how you might take that... Uh, a revelation as part of his anger, if not the legit core heart of his anger towards Sonic, despite how you feel about that, again, that is good storytelling because this has been festering, this has been boiling within Tails for, for quite some time. And when Sonic, you know, his reaction being like, well, so, and, you know, so when Sonic hears this come out of Tails', Tails mouth, you know, as his answer, and Sonic's reaction is like, wait a minute, she's what this is all about? You know, Tails, of course, he just lets it all out emotionally, tears and everything. He just starts swinging wildly and says, you know, he's like, don't you dare say that. You knew I loved her, but you knew I loved her and you still went out with her. And, you know, and he brings up the, and in, his, in this anger, he brings up, you know, the, the frustration of, you know, uh, but basically, hold on for a second. Sorry, I had to get some coffee there. But doing this. During this moment where he's finally letting all this emotion, all this anger coming out, tears and everything, you know, he brings up the, you know, uh, auto automation of the auto automation version of Fiona that he met. And, you know, he brings up that Fiona chose, chose Scourge over him, but despite all that, Sonic knew he loved Fiona and he still went out, he still went out with her. But then, outside of that, he also brings up everything else. He brings up, you know, everything I've cared about, you take away. Hey, and everything. Like, not believing him about his adventures, you know, with the Down Under down under Freedom Fighters and the three-part Tales adventures and things like that. So, finally getting the answer that I think he and all of us have been wondering about, or we, well, we as viewers, as readers, knew about. But finally getting those answers that he, and I'm sure in continuity... You know, and in story that the other freedom fighters, you know, wanted about why Tails had acted so, you know, kilt, you know, off kilter at times towards Sonic. Sonic's like, okay, man, you feel that way? I get it. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to stand here and let you beat the hell out of me. Yeah. 
Well, he doesn't say any of that sense. He says, if you feel, basically he says, hey, if you feel like that, go ahead. I'll stand here. Go to town. Basically, he says, he's basically saying, telling tales, hey, you want to beat me up? Take your frustrations out? Beat me to a bloody pulp? Go for it. You know, I'm not going to hold back. And the reason he's not going to hold back and everything, and despite Tails thinking, oh, you're trying to trick me and everything, you know, t- Sonic does admit his faults. Sonic says, look, you know, I was I was wrong in what I did. You know, he admits that, look, the reason I dated Fiona is because I knew that, you know, despite how much you would try, there's no way she'd want to go out with you because you were younger. And... And that he believes going out with her would resolve that problem. Basically, you know, get help Tails get over the, the crush. But in him not really thinking it through, it only infuriated uh, Tails, only angered Tails to the point that we got to now. You know, that basically, instead of thinking, okay, if I, if I ask Fiona to go out with me and we become an item, maybe I should consult it with... Tails and say, look, Tails, I'm going to date Fiona. I know you have a thing for her, but let's be real. I don't think there's no way she'll ever go out with you. So why don't you let me go out with her and maybe over time convince her to maybe give you a chance or, or something like that. Or maybe with her find somebody that she knows of that's Tails' age and, you know, that could be the end of that. But anyway, Anyway, the the thing is, Sonic does show maturity here by taking responsibility for what he's done. Because basically, in the, at the end of the day, Sonic was a jerk. <laughs> Honestly, he was. He was a jerk. You know, he was, you know, again, you know, people might say, well, he had his heart in the right place a little bit to, you know, help Tails avoid, you know, any possible heartache in, any, in anything that Fiona may, you know, give him by rejection yeah you might say that but again he this is sonic we're talking about and different interpretations throughout the years and decades have shown you know outside of the video games you know different interpretations have shown that he doesn't always think straight like again his his heart might be in the right you know in the right place but the reality is you know he's he's not the sharpest tool in the in the shed. He's not the sharpest tool in the shed. So for him to say, hey, you know, oh, so for him to say, hey, and admit, hey, you know, I thought what I was doing was the right thing and everything and not real, and also kind of admitting that he didn't realize that, hey, it was going to trigger this anger and tails, you know, for him to admit that being his fault, you know, basically not thinking it through, is a smart decision. So, yeah, they they do make up and everything. They, I mean, at the end though, after he does admit that and admit uh, the other things he's done wrong towards Tails, you know, like, you know, taking credit for stuff that you know Tails was more responsible for and not believing him when he actually did certain things, you know, they after apologizing for all that and everything, you know, the two do make up. Tails does say he wants to still talk things out, and probably not just with Sonic, but with the others, like Sally and Rhoda and Bunny and all them. So, so yeah, at the end of, but, so yeah, at the end of the day, you know, House of Cards, in my opinion, I know others feel that, feel a little differently, and you know, that that's fine, you know, you feel a little differently, that's fine. At the end of the day, I thought House of Cards was a, was a, uh, a decent story. I thought it was an okay story uh, for the characters because, 
you know, again, you have this full circle moment. Um, sorry about that. But you have this full circle moment, storytelling-wise, with Tails and Sonic, and mostly Tails, because all this anger, all this, you know, frustration and disdain and all that for for what Sonic had done and what he was trying to do, just kept, you know, that, that kept festering, finally just came to a boil point, and obviously we knew what the core, what the core issue was. We knew what the core issue was at the heart of all that for Tails, and that was Sonic dating Fiona. And, you know, like I said, you know, the way Sonic admitted it in a way, you know, he thought, hey, I was, you know, he believed he was doing the right thing. When in fact, we all know that maybe what he should have done is, you know, date Fiona for a little bit or go out with her, you know, talk to her, maybe, maybe even try to convince her and say, look, I know Tails is a little younger than you by a few years, but, you know, love, you know, and this would kind of be based in real life too, let's be honest kind of be based in real life, you know, you could have Sonic talk to her and be like, look, you know Tails has a crush on you, or, you know, has a thing for you, and I know he's a few years younger, but maybe, maybe if you give him a chance, or maybe say, look, you know, we could be close friends and all that, and when you get older, maybe we could try, you know, you know, try something, you know, if Sonic would have gone that route, I, I honestly, from a story, from a con- story context, you know, he would have avoided this entire thing. Like, you know, can you imagine a moment where Fiona would be like going up to Tails and saying, Tails, you know, uh, what are you doing right now? Do you got any plans? And, he, and you can see Tails going like, uh, no, why? And Fiona would be like, how about I treat you to a, a, a shake at, at Uncle Chuck's? Just me and you. You know, and there you go. That could have result, you know, a moment where Sonic tells Fiona this and even kind of convinces her, hey, give him a chance. Maybe wait till he's a little older, perhaps by a year or two, and see what happens. You could have led to something to where they could have had a friendly little date. You know, gone out and had a shake or two and just get to know each other. And maybe potentially start things off there to where it's like, you know, Fiona could be like, look, I, you know, I know you have a thing for me, and that's great, and everything, but let's not rush anything, let's just start out as friends, and proceed from there, and see what happens, and maybe when you're older in a year or two, we can, we can try something, we can try something more, basically take, take steps and everything, baby steps, which again, from a storyline context perspective, would have made more sense, would have helped out, and avoided this entire thing between Sonic and Tails, but it would have had to start with Sonic talking to Fiona about that. If you kind of understand, if you kind of get what I'm saying. But again, outside of that, what outside of that, what if possibility or what could have been possibility? Uh, overall, House of Cards was good because you know, looking back on it over 15 years later, because yes, this came out 15 years ago. Believe it or not, it did. <laughs> I'm I'm not lying. This came out when I was still in Kansas. That's how, that's how old this is. That's how old this story is. And you might say, well, how did you review it when you did? It's like, how did you review it? It basically my review for it was one of the reviews I still had, uh, I had saved, I think on um, on my old on my uh, on my computer that's stored away right now in the garage. I think it was one of them that stored on a disc or stored internally, I still had it. I still had it. 
uh, basically. So I was able to uh, recover it when I did. Um, yeah, I think it was one of the. I think it was one of them I had. I have to go back to when I first reviewed it. But yeah, this came out like I said in 2007. Believe it or not, f- over 15 years ago, and it's hard to believe that it's still one of those stories that, you know, I mean, Cyberpunk Jordan about nine months ago even talked about it and said it was one of his personal favorites, and you know, and, and brought up one, you know, one and of course brought up that you know situation with Sonic and Tails and the Fiona and Fiona being the reason and all that, but overall, again, you know, looking back in 15 years, I 15 years later, I still think it's a good. I think it's a, you know, a nice little, um, I guess you can say change of pace because it shows that, you know, not everything sometimes can be peaceful between the good guys and there's always going to be a misunderstanding in it. And that in the case of people that consider themselves more than friends, but basically family, that sometimes, you know, you doing what you feel is probably the best thing for your family is not always the best thing. And, you know, and Sonic dating Fiona, knowing that Tails had a crush on her, had a thing for her, was in love with her, uh, probably wasn't the best decision on Sonic's part. And, you know, in this story, he he was able to admit it. He was able to say, look, you know, I may, you know, I goofed up. I was an idiot. I was dumb for what I did. So, you know, so overall, again, like I said, the story was good. I'm not going to, I'm not going to knock it. You know, even though we had a little bit of a, you know, a teaser, a little bit of a hint of what was to come with Amadeus and such. Um, I thought the resolution to that was good because you have Sally coming in and basically, you know, utilizing her experience as both acting ruler as well as being, you know, someone that walked among, among her people and understood where they were coming from. So to have her kind of be that that middle ground to basically, you know, get both Elias, her brother, who was king at the time, and Amadeus uh, to understand, you know, look, there's there's a better solution to this because I understand where both of you are coming from, and to have the Castle of Acorn, despite how you feel about the members that were voted in, if you will, being uh, being the answer. Um, overall, overall, I thought it was a good resolution. I mean, I'm, I mean, sure. I mean, there were little hints even before um, one seventy five and all that that you know, kind of you know led to the speculation that something was going to go down, but, you know, the fact that we got that one little moment, I think, in 176 was enough for me, I think it was 176, enough for me to kind of know, yeah, something's going to happen here, and it's not going to be good, but again, the resolution I thought was, I thought it was good, I thought it was a nice little, nice little touch, and Nicole, you know, you want a little bit of a comedic moment, little cute little adorable moment for Nicole having her be a sneaky little lynx if you will and basically finding a loophole you know in Elias's um I guess you could say request of her of don't wake my parents don't let them you know find out about this but saying yeah you said not to do not and for her to basically find the loophole and say yeah you said not wake your parents but you didn't say anything about your sister and so you know so to you know, have her find that loophole, be a sneaky little length and find that loophole, I thought was a cute and adorable um, as well for her, you know, and in, in her playing her part here. So overall, again, I thought I thought the story was good and everything, looking back at it 15 years later. Yeah, I thought, 
yeah, it's not one of the more iconic, iconic stories. Like, you know, the dreadful, I'll say, I'll say it straight, the dreadful, unnecessarily long uh, Death Egg Mark II, World Tour II, Mecha Sally arc. I'm not going to. I'm not going to say it's as iconic as that, because that's iconic for all the negative reasons, let's be honest. I'm not going to say it's as iconic as Endgame. I'm not going to say it's as iconic as the, you know, rebooted story arcs of Return of the Freedom Fighters and Panic in the Sky. I'm not going to say that, or even Spark of Life. But I will say that it's iconic enough to where people still talk about it to this day because of the fact that it's one of the few times you had a full circle storyline reasoning behind, you know, a situation with two characters, primarily two characters, you know, on the uh, on the side of the heroes. And mostly those being the two more iconic Sega characters in Sonic and Tails, you know. Yeah, you know, some might say, well, the reasoning for Tails' anger is, you know, flawed. Not actually, not actually, because you got to realize, again, you know, when this started, I think Carl Bowlers and Ken Penders were still writing the book. So for them to put that in there, they knew what they were doing. And I wouldn't be surprised if one of them, if not both of them, had stayed on the book, that we wouldn't have gotten maybe something similar to what Ian was doing. Because I'm sure Ian got some notes and everything carried over to his regime when he was writing the book. So obviously he knew about this and probably knew that, hey, they were going to do something more epic in scale or something more, you know, crazier. And he decided, nope, I'm going to scale it down and make it more simpler. And that's what he did. That's what he did, much to his credit. But in the end, like I said, in the end, like I said, I thought it was good. thought it was good, and looking back on it, 15 years later, it's still worth, it's still worth reading, in my opinion. And it really is. And also, if you go on here on YouTube, or you go to YouTube, if you're listening to this on, um, on my uh, B.W. Rose's Discussions podcast, uh, the audio version, that is, if you go to YouTube... You go there, and you can listen to the comic dubs and dramas that they did on this. Some specifically just clip out the fight between Sonic and Tails, because that is one of the more iconic moments in the story uh, itself, because we get that resolution, full circle storytelling resolution. But overall, I thought it was good. But overall, at the end of the day, I thought it was good. I really recommend checking it out. And until next time, guys, I will talk to you all later. Like I said, you will get a audio version of this at BW Rose's Discussions, all your favorite audio, potty, audio podcast locations except for Pandora. Also, check me out at Zemo at BW Rose's for content you can't get here on YouTube, especially content I just uploaded uh, yesterday. Uh, and like I said in the previous audio uh, pod, audio video podcast, <laughs> when I was uploading it simultaneously alongside YouTube, it looked like my computer kind of had a bit of a hiccup. It did. <laughs> It was like one of those moments where the computer decided, whether it was on behalf of Hewitt Packard or whatever, oh, I'm going to do an update or something like that, and it just almost crashed. Thank God it didn't. Thank the Lord it didn't. But it just went into one of those scenarios where it just, I guess, a simultaneous upload doesn't really help it, especially if it comes from two different um, perspectives, if you know what I mean, or two different sites, if you know what I mean. But anyway, you can check me out at Vimo at BW Roses for content you can't get here on YouTube due to reasons, copyright reasons and others. You can also check me out at patreon.com slash BW Roses for 
support there, the $1, $3 tier. Also at Venmo at Brian-Walmer-2 and at Cash App at BW Rosses 98 to help me out financially there. Also check me out at Divanart.com, so that's BVW1979. And support me at my Teespring store by clicking the upper left-hand corner here at the end screen, depending on if you're watching this on YouTube. Or you can go to the YouTube link or go to my YouTube channel and go to my Teespring store as well and support me there. It will be linked in the About section. But if you're watching this on YouTube, click on the upper left-hand corner to check out my Teespring store. Also, guys, and... And also, guys, again, check me out at BW Rose's discussion of your audio podcast locations except for Pandora. But until next time, guys, I got to get myself ready for work. Let me know what your thoughts are on House of Cards. How did you feel about it the first time you saw it? And how do you feel about it now, 15 years later? Let me know in, oh, in the comments and in the live chat, and I'll talk to you all later.